This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Midweek mentions. My name is Christy Yamaguchi Main. Uh, I guys, I apologize. I haven't really uh, been on the internet, or I haven't had a chance to listen to the show today. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter. Um, I've, so I'm relying on you guys to kind of clue me in as far as uh, what's been going on today. If there's been any news, crispy Billy is, is on like like fire. That guy has been like this for long. Billy started doing cocaine. We need more Billy every day. Oh yeah, Dan is like fifty-three thousand tweets a minute. Right, no more ESPN. Jimmy Trainer, come on. Yeah, he broke the story. I can't believe Greg Cody didn't break the story. That was amazing. Really? Doc, Doc Emmerich on South Beach Sessions. Boom. Oh, man. I don't even know where to start with that. Ma- Mayor, uh, let, let's start with you. Uh, clue me in. What, what happened today? I'm I'm a little lost. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to clue you in on anything because I was the last one to the party because I, I don't really know. But I'll tell you what I liked about the show. Uh, again, I mentioned Doc Emmerich on South Beach Sessions. That was phenomenal. And uh, for my money, Doc Emmerich and Ben Scully are the two best play-by-play guys in the history of doing it. Excellent. Right. Excellent. But I heard, but I heard there's something else that might've happened today. I'm not hundred percent sure about either. Was yeah. Billy was on fire, or... man. I mean, oh, yeah, he was right. awesome. Billy. Yes. Yes. He started, rare form. he started, he's Billy started doing Coke. Yep. Frozen, <laughs> frozen Coke. No frozen less. Coke. Exactly. Yeah, frozen Coke. Yep. 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 <laughs> he's, he is iced up, iced up, son. I think we Our, do yeah. have one guy who uh, has somewhat of an idea in here. Who is that? Let's see. Do we have a somebody reporter? in media? Somebody who's in media. A reporter or a, a, like a guy on the beat or somebody sending out emails to find out what the scoop is? Let's dust somebody off. Thanks, <laughs> us. What's Ooh, up, man? Steak in the house. Oh, glad to be back. So, so let's let's hear. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm still still a little confused <laughs> through all that through all that uh, that that huge uh, uh, mess that we just heard. Something significant happened today that we were all learned about. Could you clue us in? Could you give us a little inside scoop? Well, our favorite show, the Dan Levitard Show, with Stugatz, is leaving ESPN. What? Whoa. Whoa. 
Steve, where'd you hear it first? Drake, where'd you hear it first? There's this guy, Steak Sauce in Albuquerque. He's the best reporter on the beat after Greg Cody. And uh, sauce. He, he texted me and Drake, uh, Cody Calvary, literally about six minutes before Jimmy trained us. So we have the, we have the receipts. Steak Sauce broke the news. Wow. That sounded, that sounded yep. way more impressive when it was he texted me and Drake without clarifying <laughs> that it was Cody <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that did sound way more way more baller than uh than adding Cody Cavalry after after that. Hey, whatever, guys. I won the internet today, so go fuck off. Nice. You did, you did. You, you had did, a, a vir- little viral tweet of uh, Michael Jordan saying, and that's when it became personal. Uh, joking about after they they fired Chris Cody. So, what's everybody's thoughts about this? So, I'll, I'll give you my my kind of initial reaction, which is. Obviously, Dan has flirted. He's been a, a habitual line stepper, so to speak, right? Going back to the billboards, to getting suspended for talking about politics, et cetera. But it's like he always reeled it back in because of the people that worked for him. They are raising families now. They have careers, et cetera, mortgage payments. My thought is that Dan doesn't do this unless he has had an offer on the table from another organization from another outlet for a while now so what, what what's everybody's kind of theory behind this and uh, uh whoever wants to start can can just jump in here cody cavalry how about you i mean they they've obviously been been thinking about it for a while i mean dan's not an idiot he's he plays one on on the radio but he know he knows what he's doing and and i'm sure this has been a calculated um decision that has been in the in the process for a couple years probably i mean this it's not like this is new that he's he's had his his run-ins with with the execs so i'm not shocked at all and i don't think anyone who follows the show as much as we do is the biggest thing for me like uh we were talking about pre-show was i'm interested what they're going to do visually um because i don't i don't know how that'll work if if they do go to spotify or whatever where where they can partner up with a with a visual medium as well i don't know if that's twitch i don't i have no clue what like copyright and all that all those partnerships i have no no idea how all that shit works so yeah yeah. that'll be that'll be interesting um another guy shaking off his boots tonight steve let's toss it over to you what's up everybody it's good to be back good to have you good to have you on on uh midweek benches man it's my first one of these i haven't been here since you guys interviewed (laughs) important people Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Somebody kicked Steve off the Zoom. I knew he left for a reason. All right. <laughs> Steve, what's your feelings on this, man? Like, what's, what's your initial reaction to this? Yeah, I think this is this is something if it, if the news uh, broke like two years ago, I'd be freaking out right now. I remember there was there's a couple times where Mike would always be um, saying there's going to be some kind of big announcement. And I, I always thought it was something like this. Right. And I'd be like nervous for a week thinking about it. But as a uh, We've been kind of mentioning the writing's been on the wall for this to happen. None of us. I pretty much watch and listen to ESPN for Levitard and live sports. Other yeah. than that, I think they're doing almost everything wrong with pretty much all the changes they've been doing lately. So it's it's nothing I'm like I'm too crushed about them leaving ESPN about. My biggest thing that I hope just comes out of this is that the entire group uh, group goes together. Because if literally one person, it's a, it's a machine that has many cogs, one of those moves and stays with ESPN, maybe I think that could really hurt the show moving forward. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't care less where they go or what it costs. I think everybody knows I'm willing to spend stupid money on this show. So, <laughs> so it's really just, it's really just as long as they're together. And like Drake said, I really, I watch every day. I don't really listen. Right, um, right. So it, it would kill me to not see it, but it, sure. main thing is I just really hope the group stays together. I think we've seen like Dan's willing to put out some money to keep that group together as with what just happened with Chris Cody, uh, not three, four weeks ago. Right. So yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that that move hit him being willing to do that means whatever the next step is, everybody's going to be a part of it. Hopefully. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to Flem. Flem and M. How you doing, man? Thanks for joining yeah, us man. tonight. I don't think me. I'm glad we got Steak and Steven here, but yeah, man. Yeah, I, man. What's your, what's your feelings on this, uh, this whole, announcement so first uh just to piggyback what you're saying about like dan what he was willing to do for cody um it could also be the two guys route where he realized how much this is going to cost him so he told his man his he told his agent if you get us all a new deal this will save me his salary that i just gave him. <laughs> right. so i it's a heavy play by dan was just to go right. basically now this is more than i thought no i think that's what it was i think uh i think both parties knew for a while that this is going to happen. And I think it was literally one of those things that we see on TV that we do or do not know is real, where you get pissed off, you call your agent and you say, make it happen. Um, And I don't think it was very hard for his agent to make it happen. And I don't think it was very hard for ESPN to, I mean, this is like, I don't know, uh, some player demanding a trade that to the team is a poison in the locker room. And yeah. then goes some goes to the damn Patriots and become, yeah, to me, that's all (laughs) I think this is simple. Right. Yeah. Uh, It's, and I think we're all excited for what's going to come, but I, it's almost like looking at, and I'm just going to explain it this way. It's like looking at somebody you care about in a shitty relationship for a while. And when they leave, you're happy as hell. They finally left, but you still never stop hating that person. If you never see them again. And I agree with Steve. Like <laughs> that's the only reason we're here for ESPN. Like I'll never, there's not a single radio show and it's not to shit on the personalities. It's just not my energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if that's the way ESPN wants to go, I think Dan's going to go somewhere where he can be Dan and we're all going to follow. And that's yeah. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I did not listen to sports radio before the Levitard show, and I have tried other personalities, other shows, and besides people like Sarah, basically people tangentially related to the Levitard show, I can get down with their properties, but that's about it. But still, it's never quite the same, you know, whether it's Pablo or Mina or Sarah Spain, et cetera. Uh, it never quite has the same touch, save for the the original lineup, the regular guys. Yeah, and I used, to, I used to be um, like just only listen to kind of Mike and the Mad Dog, like those crazy sports radios. Right. And then this show has made me realize how much of a joke that is to the point <laughs> where like, now I, I just can't do it. Any, I literally cannot do it anymore. It's this show and i'm done for the day hey before before you throw it to Jeanette, what's what are we setting the because they said they're keeping highly questionable what's the under over on how quickly that shit goes downhill without dan three months (laughs) i mean there's Uh, no shot that maintains right i I don't know depends on the people i think if you you did it like bomani and foxworth and like a third person you could make it work it would be different but i think you could still make it work but yeah, I, I agree with you, Drake. I think that's going to be short-lived as well. They, I think it, that was kind of the first writing on the wall. They've been preparing to try to find uh, replacements, I think, for that for a while. You know, hold on a second. I, I'm jumping in here. This is the midweek mentions. Uh, Aunt Stiano is in here. This is Mayor Matt Santini. Will Poole, a.k.a. Crispy, is is on the house. John uh, is, is in the house, too. John in Miami. Those are the typical midweek mentions, along with Cody Calvary, who steers the ship every week for us. And then... 
Uh, we also have special guests tonight. You've heard from Flem, we've heard from Steve, we've heard from Steak. We've also been joined by ladies, uh, Jeanette and Pamela. So welcome to all. And so now we're going to go to Jeanette and then we're going to Ann. How about that? Wow. Mayor, Mayor just put me in my place. Holy cow. Jeanette, go for it. You're up. Go. <laughs> What's your feelings about this whole announcement? Um, so when I found out it was through uh, Stiano, he's the one that kind of like broke it. And at first I was just like, yeah, is this like fake, you know, like whatever. Right. And then you see everybody like uh, kind of co-signing it. And then I saw um, Sarah Spain retweeting the statement from ESPN and it took me a minute. I felt like, you know, like learning somebody, a relative was moving and I'm like out of state and I'm just like, oh my God, how am I going to get to you? And then I just, <laughs> like, for real, I had, a, I had pain throughout the day and then expressing it through humor and sarcasm with you guys as far as like what's going to happen next. But my first right. thought was kind of like, Dan had to do this knowing that he secured something for not just the shipping container, but probably the other people. Because for him to just to go and like leave Stu Gotts there with everybody and then have some other straight man come in, I think <laughs> there's no certainty that the other parts would stay because the suits yeah. would come be like, Cody, Billy, we don't need you, like what you guys do, whatever, we'll get someone right. else. So that's kind of where I went. And then it was like, okay, HQ, highly questionable. I know that has had changes since Poppy left and then the pandemic kind of affected it. So my first thought was that's where they're going to stick people that are not too serious, that are seen as like the jokers at ESPN to kind of like highlight, hey, young, fun, we're trying to attract to that demographic. But then eventually, if that doesn't bear out, they would turn it into what everything else on ESPN is, which is more sports, less fun, less videos of people falling on their faces and everybody laughing. (laughs) So that's what I thought, that that they're going to just take that away or convert it into something super serious. And then it's going to be like, Dan never had an imprint on ESPN at all. So to yeah, me, yeah. It, that, that to me is what, if HQ eventually fades away, I think might be the most, among the most hurtful things that could happen to Dan, because it's like saying that stuff doesn't really matter, but it's the basis of a lot of things that we enjoy in sports. I love it when someone is, you know, a random play in any sport and they mess it up and they fall on their butt or their face or whatever. And we get to laugh with that person because it's like, hey, millionaire, you fell on your butt in front of millions of people. Ha ha ha. Nobody gets to see when I do that, though. So that's what (laughs) also I think Dan is too kind of a person to leave anybody alone with Stu Gatz on the radio for two hours a day. So uh, hopefully he has secured Stu Gatz to make the transition along with the rest of the show. I I hope because I man, that that was formula is is crucial. Yeah, that was my question. And maybe I, I misinterpreted is Stu. When I heard free agent, I thought it meant free agent. He so he's staying with ESPN or he. I don't think he's messing with everybody. Go out and be able to negotiate okay. with where the next party is necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know a lot of people like the the 
Pink Azaria interviews are supposed to be a bit, but they gave genuine answers, and Stu made it seem like that was these two are going to ride it out. But I, I, I may have misinterpreted. I had no clue that he. Made I think both. you're right. I think that dynamic has worked so well, and as much as they jokingly get on each other's nerves, I think Stu Gotts knows good and damn well he has got a uh, gravy train. Uh, <laughs> you know, being that that unicorn as Dan calls him, where he gets to be wrong and absurd and just an idiot all the time, and it does nothing but get him paid more and more and more so uh stiano what's up man uh how'd you uh how'd how'd you take this whole news so a couple points i'd like to bring up that no one else seemed to hit on is first i was impressed that it seemed amicable as if like no one came out and said blue like no one associated to the show or anything came out and said screw espn or screw dan and that makes me comfortable because i hope going forward he'll be able to have Sarah's been on now and again, maybe Bomani on now and again, Dominique, like Amin, Izzy, different people. So that was one thing I liked. The, the one question I have is what happens to the Clevelander studio? Because isn't that sort of built Ooh. by ESPN, That's not by the Clevelander? And That's so I wonder, question. I'm concerned for the visual medium, like others have said, and I wonder what's going to happen with that studio. In many ways, even just as simple, the artwork on the wall that 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 Resto did, like, yeah, I don't see ESPN be like, yeah, sure, take that stuff with you, whatever. Like, I don't know, so. Well, I guess the question there would be is, one, commercial property is shit as of this year. But two, who else do they have, right? Because Highly Questionable is remote. It's yeah. nobody, nobody's still living in Miami. So I think actually he may have just left them with the contract of the Clevelander. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, I mean, I'm sure it was probably attached to Dan being there. So I'm sure ESPN's probably, they're going to be rid of that, having to deal with that. And the hotel will just turn it back into a Dan's endless. ball or yeah, yeah. Unless those Telemundo water stealing bastards. Back to that urgent care where they got them from. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, those old, old, dirty couches. I actually or had go one ahead, more point, Will. The yeah. question I had actually that I thought was interesting is does Dan try to take Allison with him? Ooh. I think that's Dan. an interesting dynamic because the core, I think we're all pretty spot on. We're thinking the core is going to stay together. But yeah. I wonder if someone like Allison would want to jump ship. Probably or is she rising him up in Bangor, Maine that she wants to stay. I don't know. I don't see I, that. I don't see that either, honestly. Right. Like it would be nice, but the fact that she's not in studio anymore, she's not in person a part of the show. I think that that separation is kind of kind of done there. And maybe maybe uh, she has it made where she can freelance, you know, book guests for them where, at whatever platform they're at next, you know. What um, about Lisi? No more Lisi. That's yeah, I know, I know. That is a bummer. That is a bummer. Before we talk about Christine, though, I want to get to another midweek mensch. Uh, John in Miami, man. Uh, what's what's your take on all this? I'm just as confused as you guys because um, I oscillate between what I think happened, which is it was too much to bear, especially finally with that Chris Cody firing and being the the straw that broke the camel's back, and the the suddenness, like January fourth. That makes me think like this has been in the works for a really long time, unless they're going to take a, a bit of a hiatus. I don't know if buying out the contract, what happens there? Maybe they have enough money to lay low for a few months and and try to put something together. I reflect back on on another Dan Dan Patrick show where he mm-hmm. took he took really ownership of his show, and then I think he started to do it in the Howard Stern model, which is being able to do whatever he wants with the show and then sell it to whoever wants it. I think now, unfortunately, the the market's changed. So it looks like it's either going to be Spotify or satellite uh, radio. Yeah. But um, 
just to to answer Ant's question, I don't think Allison is. You know, I think she's set set up herself well up there, and I think ESPN is probably going to take care of her better than than say Dan could. So I think she stays there. I think the rest of the team stays together. The only little question mark I have is maybe Stugatz being Stugatz. They make him an offer, but I I doubt. It, it seems like once that president that had the personal issues resigned, that whole culture changed, and they went back to. Uh, kind of the stuff that Steve used to listen to, which is uh, people yelling about who's better, LeBron or, or Jordan, and that type of conversation that never really, that never caught on with me. I was pretty much always a, a stern listener. And once he started doing his like three, three days a week thing, I just abandoned that and started listening to to Dan and, right. and NPR. So uh, I, I'll follow them wherever they land. Because they're local, they're they're my guys. I started listening to them down here before they were on ESPN Radio. Right, um, right. I feel connection with them. If they have to set up a network, um, I'm happy to help. I have some some knowledge there, <laughs> and uh, I'll even and do it pro bono because I don't. I'm not sure they can afford me. Oh wow! Okay, all right, little Stugatz and everybody, right? <laughs> way way to pitch yourself, John. Good Except job. the pro bono well, part. <laughs> all right. Uh steak sauce. What would you I know we we talked to you a little bit earlier about uh like you getting the news first, but like what, what's your feelings about this? Um we should for the record, we need to know that uh, I also had Chris Cody being hired as Dan's personal assistant before anybody. That's true. That is absolutely so, true. <laughs> um yeah, I first heard it, I was pissed off. I, was, I hate the way ESPN treats these guys. So the more I thought about it, it's like a good thing, though. They're free of the, the corporate shackles. You know, they could do what they want, how they want to do it. So it's, it's exciting. It's good news. I agree. It's it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's something that everybody has talked about so much. Like, when are they going to leave ESPN? Are they going to leave ESPN? And you, like, you you think it's going to happen. It's almost like you you... you uh, it's like an inevitable thing, but still when it happens, it's still kind of shocking, you know, because they've made such a home there over the years, mainly under uh, John Skipper. You know, he was the the friendlier head of ESPN and the new guy um, who shall he who shall go unnamed doesn't seem to have have liked their their whole vibe, their brand. So, uh, yeah, like Flem said earlier, it is almost like an abused partner. <laughs> I hate to put it in that drastic and dramatic of terms, but it's like you're 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 stoked to see them kind of break free of it. Morgan, yeah, the only almost... worry. Go ahead, Sake. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the only worry is like the, the unknown. Like we don't know exactly how the show is going to look. Yeah. And exactly yeah. who's going to go. So if the show changes, we all know if it's missing one piece, it's not the same show. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, so hopefully, you're like, right. It's, if we, yeah, like if Mike Ryan stays, it's a completely different show. And like Mike's a father, a husband, he's got like priorities, you know, so yeah, any, anything can happen. I, but I, my I, prediction, you know, I'm gonna go on the record, I'm gonna confirm it. They're on Spotify January 5th. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and I, I don't want to speak too soon, but if we do get any kind of inside scoop, maybe we can get Stake to uh, to join us on an episode of Midweek Menches. Maybe he's putting some feelers out there, sending some emails, um, you know, trying to trying to uh, put putting some bait in the water. Pamela, are you there? I'm here. I was following right. because you know how I do. <laughs> you know, once the sun goes down, I'm no good. I know, I know. Well, we appreciate you joining <laughs> Midweek Benches. Can we? Uh, uh, what's your What's your take on this? How did you How did you take the news? 
So I think that it's so apropos that it happened in 2020. Like that's right. just, this is the most 2020 <laughs> thing ever. That what a way to end the year. But at the same time, like everybody else, I also wasn't super shocked. Like it took a second. I got it from Jeanette because I was a little bit behind in the thread and I was and she put something in the chat and I was like, wait, what? What is she talking about? Yep, so yep. then I went to what Sarah tweeted and it took a second, but then it didn't feel that shocking at all, really. Right. I agree with Stake. I think definitely I think before the end of January, we see them on Spotify or some some platform like that. I don't know how many will go. I think obviously some of them will go, but maybe some of them will stay behind. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and your family. And none of us can really know what that looks like. Um, But I'm super excited to see what happens. Uncensored Dan has got to be the greatest Dan of all time. Like, I think we've only seen very controlled as controlled as they can make him but we have seen espn controlled dan up until now and we're gonna get to see a whole new dan and i cannot wait agreed morgan from australia our foreign correspondent are you there hey guys hey how are you casual normal day nothing happened yeah yeah no i've got no idea what's going on (laughs) well you're in the future so you should know more before us us. tell us how the show is tomorrow So I, I just got this giant container of cookie dough and I've got a <laughs> oh, spoon. Man. Is there frozen Coke in there? No, but like if, if things are bad, like I'll just start eating it straight out of the container. But um, I don't know. You should know. do it even if things are good. Okay, yeah, that's I true. Am. That's true. All right. I don't know why you'd cook this stuff. Anyway. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I don't see anything wrong with this. I think things are, this is exciting. Exciting yeah. times ahead, don't you think? I think so. I think there was one part of Dan's message where he said, this is not a bad thing. This is like the la-. he he basically told everybody the laughter is going to continue in so many we've words. We've been gearing up to this, I think. We've, we've yeah. been like, you know how like you kind of gear up your kids like, oh, things are going to be different next year. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like they've been telling us. We've been told yeah, yeah. things are going to be good. Not yeah. bad. I think so. I think And until so. then, we've got cookie dough to eat. Yeah. (laughs) If only the only thing that I wish, obviously COVID is preventing this, but it would be so cool if there was a Moss Miami, because like we're, we're like a week away from when it normally would be uh, like mid-December. That would be the best, but we can't have it, but I'm sure that'll start up again after we've, you know, after we're out of this COVID mess. Imagine how big the party's going to be next time. With no shackles, yeah. no ESPN shackles on this. Absolutely. Yeah. I am getting Fun. out of this country. I am coming. <laughs> Somebody mind my passport. Somebody who is reliable. It's going to be funded by Spotify money the next Ooh, month, Miami. I'll put it in the safe. Thank you, John. <laughs> Appreciate you. Beep count. What's up, man? Hold on, guys. How you doing? Lovely, lovely. Thanks for joining uh, Midweek Menches, man. Thanks, What's for, up? Thanks for having us. Yeah, what what's your what was your reaction to the news today? Instant elation. Get the bleep out of here, ESPN. Um, <laughs> that's really the only reason I had ESPN Plus to begin with right. was for the show, uh, the DVR of the show. All right, a little, little bit of two guys. I had the Disney Plus bundle for for Baby Beep One and Two, but that notwithstanding, 
out of here. That's Gone. What I yeah. I, I had the same feeling today. Like I, I have that bundled thing. And if ESPN plus continues to be a part of the bundle, like basically where I pay for Hulu and Disney plus, uh, and then I just get ESPN plus for free, then so be it. But I sure as hell am not going to pay for that uh, on its own. You know, no. like that, that's the ne- only way again. I'll stay a subscriber. Mark's sure. tweet. Mark's tweet was excellent. Hey, this is how you unsubscribe to ESPN plus. <laughs> I did not see that he tweeted that out. That's fantastic. Hey, we're That's, um we're we have no issue with ESPN. We enjoy their programs and we oh, are yes, welcoming future guests of ESPN Absolutely. on Lauer After Hours. So we have no issues with ESPN whatsoever. I could not agree more. Um we'll cut all of the previous five minutes out of there. No, so, we won't. And, uh, Mayor Matt, um, Doc Emmerich, how was that South Beach Sessions? It was outstanding. I suggest everybody take a listen to it. But let me tell you this. And again, Mike Mike Ryan has positioned this move to happen for the last two years by providing content on that digital platform and doing things on demand and building up an entire library and an entire following of non-terrestrial programming Again, it's it's pioneer-like the way that he has kind of set up this network and kind of saw them. They're in a position of strength right now. Um, again, I think there's an opportunity if they wanted to go behind a paywall, they could do that. I don't think they'll do that. But I also think this, a couple things to think about in the radio business. you got to be concerned. Dan's going to have to negotiate out a non-compete clause. A lot of times there's about a three-month window to where once somebody leaves the air that they can go on in another format or on another station now. I don't know if that holds true for, for if he's just going on to a uh, onto a podcast or to something digital. Right. But the other thing is, I think he's in a better position if he doesn't have a deal in place right now. If he goes out on the market and he has this bundled follow, I mean, a, a well set up following and a content machine that he's got, you could call it rabid. It, even if he hits the free market with this thing, the number of what he's going to be able to to bring in. Sure. For whatever deal comes next, there'll be a bidding war for whatever uh, is next for them. And so I, I just I think it is going to be good for him. I, again, everybody knows this has been coming at some time. Right. And the fact that it's happening now is is going to be great. And I just hope, like I said, everybody, uh, as everybody else has mentioned, I hope the whole gang gets to go with. And uh, we'll we'll just see what happens from there. And, hey, who knows? Maybe there's an opportunity for us to be included uh, into the Levitard and Friends family. Wouldn't that be on, something? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Steve, what you got on this, man? Corporate yeah, keep, get on that. <laughs> just to kind of piggyback on what uh, Mayor Matt initially said there with how Mike Ryan kind of built this whole digital network. That's kind of something I'm also fearing a little bit because we kind of mentioned before whether they're going to be able to get people even on to interview on the new show. But a lot of these podcasts have ESPN people like stupidity alone is with Dan Stancic. I doubt they're going to allow him to do a, a podcast outside of ESPN anymore. So and BBBBBB, that's that's a lot of uh, ESPN people on the mystery crate. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to see how those things kind of hold water. I mean, granted, they're going to think of something new instead anyway. Um, but the, in terms of what they're actually built up an audience for, who, uh, who knows? I'll yeah. raise you a Mikey A, who's now a free agent. That's Boom. true. That's I'll, also, true. I'll also give you an old money Charlie, who's a free agent, and still would be able to participate in that. And those are two real big parts of it as well. So that's right. Lorenzo's not ESPN. Lorenzo's not ESPN. And Lorenzo's not. So, so there's yeah, an they're, awful they're all right lot of home. Yeah. There's also people out there that aren't affiliated with the show or with ESPN that they may have been blocked from being on there 
and it's going to open up a whole world of people, a new new cast of characters, and new perspectives that come on there. I, I'll hate it if you know if a means not in, or if we lose, you know, the segment with Tim Kirchin, uh some of those other guys, or you know. But Shit, I didn't think about that. But but there's but there'll be an opportunities there. It'll evolve, and it should continue to evolve. It was the same exact thing. It get boring. So the fact that there's going to be new pieces coming in and going out, hey, that, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm excited for them because again. There is an opportunity for all the people that have put in so much time and helped build this, that if there is a pot of gold at the end of this, that they're all going to benefit and be a part of it. And, and I'm pretty confident, I think we all are, that Dan is going to look after every single one of them and make their lives even better. All he ever does. Pete. This opens up the door for Adnan Verk to breach security once <laughs> again. No need yes. for security. Yeah, exactly. He's just going to kick the door down. <laughs> No, Dan's a security guard, so there is security still. But he has to stay like six feet away, right? And wear a mask. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, very true. Free hand sanitizer. That's the only way he'll let you in. <laughs> yep, yep. 100%. He's, he's Canadian. He's already got that under control. So we're, we're Exactly. I was That's about true. to say, he, he strikes me as the guy who's who's going to obey um, social distancing rules. And what did you have? So I just had a question. Does anybody fear that they no longer have Big Bad ESPN to push against? As part of the give and take of Dan, you know, he, like he doesn't want to come out and say bleep the president. He wants to sort of talk about it just enough to sort of ride a line and not necessarily go running past it necessarily. Does anyone have a concern that, you know, they go to a friendly Spotify and there's, you know, there's uh, less, he, there's no he one to have the machi- when he makes that billboard kind of thing. It's know? it's not having the machine to rage against. That's That's been a concern of mine as far as that dynamic goes. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Now he'll have the ability to lean into like making fun of the actual the greenies and all those people and be able to lean into that more compared. I mean, now he can't he can't say shit about what those other shows are actually doing. Now he can actually rip them. There are no look like restrictions anymore. We're good to go. <laughs> and also, See, it, I don't- it also gives them the ability to to really get the, the meat that's on the bones of these social justice issues that are really important to him, that he, he just has to um, be on the peripheral of. And once he starts, once he starts getting too deep, then they throw the mystery creative content at him and, and that stifles him. I don't think he, he's kind of um, pussyfooting around the issues. I think I think they're reining him in, uh, most mostly the you know Mike and and probably some of the others. I think once he's unencumbered, once he the muzzles off, I think he's going to um, really attack these issues and just double middle fingers to anybody you don't like it. Leave. He's he's been saying yeah. that on ESPN Radio, where where he had like you know these overlords commanding what he did and could and couldn't do. I think he's going to be freer now. So those those double middle fingers are going to come out more often. To heck with everybody. <laughs> Except yeah. not heck. What the actual say, Morty, heck. what are you doing saying heck? Come on. Let's hear it. I, I, it was a new word. I'd never heard it before. What does it mean, guys? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's browse. too it's too vulgar. We don't want to earn that explicit rating, okay? Oh, we, sorry. We to, this is a family-friendly uh podcast. The, the the thing about raging against the ESPN shows, that I still like Dan wants to see people that he works with currently still at ESPN succeed. So I don't think he's going to be overly mean to anybody. I, I don't think he might rage still rage against the machine that is ESPN as far as boneheaded decisions, but I don't know if he'll, you know, really go after anybody. I don't know. That's just my my opinion. 
Go ahead, Slim. I was just saying, I agree. I agree because I, I think there's always a machine to rail against. I mean, they've done it in humorous ways with people that they're friends with that are on other shows. So there's right. always somebody, that, I mean, hell, we probably do it if not. I mean, you, you can always find somebody that's even a friend to make the target of the joke, and they're pretty good at that, whether they genuinely are against it or not. So I think they're still going to find a way to make the joke. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. They they're always they always find that line and walk right up to it without being, you know, uh, over the top. So, Jose, we got another uh, new midweek mensch in the house. Uh, what's up, man? Oh, pretty good. I just took a damn long ass nap. 30 hours. What's on, man? So uh, it, this would be fantastic if you had not heard the news, the big news uh, this evening. Do you know what's going on right now? Yeah, I woke up thinking, dreaming about Levitard, which is actually a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, and, and I put it into the chat. I said the only thing that's left to cap off this really shitty day is to hear the "Thank You, Thank You" song. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what was your reaction to to hearing that Dan's leaving ESPN? I thought I think I posted in their discussion that um, I think the, them firing Cody was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I think that because they basically wanted to give him a, it was a power play. And Dan sort of said, yeah, all right. I'm going to hire him because you guys don't like that. Right. And then, and then they probably came to a discussion. Oh, since you, since that happened, what we're probably going to do is we're going to buy you out. Yeah. Yeah. You're clearly, you're clearly not going to leave. Even if we try to get you to leave by doing something really shady by firing your best friend's son so let's see what next what's the next step we can do to you and then yeah, yeah. like i'm not playing these games i'm yeah, not playing yeah. i'm not for playing these games yeah i i think i think that that had to the, the one comment that always stood out over the past few weeks is dan saying it was probably the most disrespectful thing ever done to me in my career uh in regards to firing cody without giving him any kind of warning whatsoever because you think to yourself i this is my show Everything revolves sort of revolves around me. Yeah, I stipulated in my contract what I want. You guys are not supposed to touch my show at all. That's why he has um, might do all the all the background grunt work. Right. So none of so none of this basically they're not supposed to touch a show. But then to circumvent him and then fire his best friend's son behind his back, that was in, he said. That's what Dad says. Tell me what you're planning to do. Yeah, Don't let yeah. me find out by surprise. I think, uh, and it's I think, gonna cost him. I think Greg Cody will love the fact that you just called him uh, Dan's best friend. Uh, he he will uh, get a kick out of that. Um, all right, uh, uh, Drake, you have a question? Yeah. Um, so, have we seen the last of someone getting sent to the ocean? That's um, depressing. If so. Ooh. Um, I think what what I'm leading into is is what we all think um, the kind of the the fun, the final week and and the finale show might right. look like, um, and if they if they're going to try their best to to get behind get behind protocols and and get everybody back in the in the shipping container and in the studio one last time, I, sure. I think they 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 probably will. Um, that's my assumption, but. I don't know. Sorry. I think they're going to stay in the studio. I think it, they're, they're going to negotiate it. That studio does nothing for, for ESPN except cost yeah, them money. Uh, yep. So I think they get that studio for like a dollar, you know, in, in a deal like that where, um, 
basically they just take over the rent. Yeah, exactly. And um, and yeah, but I think Dan ESPN, I mean, ESPN, ESPN all recycle my take like it's yours, Crisp. But ESPN—that's not very mensch-like. ESPN also knows the value of that studio to the show, and once Dan leaves, he's he's competition. So they may try to throw a wrench in there to keep that from happening. No, man, I think it's a money. I think it's a money thing. They're going to look at it on the spreadsheet, and they're going to say that costs us how much. We don't have we don't have personalities in Miami anymore. You know, it's going to cost them a ton of money to to make it back to whatever it was before four or five rooms, you know, they, they have to make good on that. It's one of those situations where they just get it for a dollar and, and move on. Well, they're also dumping Dan's hundred million dollar salary. So they're getting a little bit of money back. (laughs) Uh, They still won't bring any employees back. Cody's salary. So he could just switch the salary over. How do we, how do we want the finale to look? What's a perfect finale? Aqua. I have, I have, I have, I have a very, the, the ending. I don't care about the rest of the show. Uh, Greg Cody needs to clip Dan on the hard network out to end the show forever. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's great. Steve, that's Nailed brilliant. It. That's brilliant. And uh, I'm a little insulted. Uh, our good friend of Lauer after hours, Izzy Gutierrez still located in Miami. So let's not act like we don't have any personalities in Miami anymore. Thank Fort you Lauderdale. Much. I think he's in Fort Lauderdale. It's, it's Son of a bitch. Different. Okay. <laughs> Two dollars. Represent three Oh five. Oh, man. Yeah, so okay. I had I had to check this out. I had to look this up, make sure that that she was still with us. But we need to get Debbie Deb to come in, play live, look out weekend. Here we come. Yes, and that that would. Thanks be- for stealing my take, beep. Yeah, no. that. No. Aunt Aunt dropped that in the chat croquetas. earlier. Um, I imagine a lot of croquetas and pastelitos and Capacito. And uh, cafecito people. I don't know if they can bring back people like one last time going yes. out big. And um, breakfast flan, uh, breakfast flan. I just imagine a lot of really rich food. And uh, <laughs> Jeanette, have you had dinner? No gluten. Uh, <laughs> and coke. Can't forget the coke. Frozen coke. coke. Frozen. Frozen coke. Sorry. You're making me very hungry describing like anytime, like I don't even know what half the foods are they describe on the show. It's just with the span, like the, the Spanish accent. It, it just, it makes it sound that much more enticing. Why don't we, uh, why don't we do a sponsored what's for dinner segment? <laughs> I think, I think that's the straw that broke the camel's back. The, hey, yeah, having <laughs> I think the sponsored food segment should be from our chef, John, who's probably going to start making keepers. John, what did you have for dinner? What did I have for dinner? I haven't had dinner yet because of all this running around and trying to get ready for this, uh, for this thing. So um, my, my wife made some rice porridge, like some Oriental rice porridge. So I think I'm going to have that with some bulgogi. What do you have to do to get ready for the podcast? Well, I was outside messing, I was outside messing around with, with the car gate. Then, then I realized the time I had to come in here. My nothing was working. Not even, as you can tell, not even my camera's working. So I had uh, like a Greg Cody situation happening here, minus the cough. Uh, what, what? Who else? Who else has got something uh, on the menu for dinner? And then we're gonna wrap this thing up. I had a Costco hot dog for lunch and cookie dough. Yeah, and, 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 and cookie, cookie dough. dough. Yes, I think yeah. cookie dough. And um, I, I just wanted to coat. Frozen or, or regular? <laughs> just not stepped on. Just coat. Got it. <laughs> just coat. <laughs> just not. <laughs> How do you play? That took me a second. That took me a second. All right, bye.
Well, uh, gentlemen, ladies, uh, everybody else, friends and family, midweek mentions, uh, anybody have any parting words, any words of wisdom as far as uh, the the nervous excitement, the stress that, that this news, I, I, I know what's going to happen. They're not going to address it tomorrow. They're going to jokingly talk about everything but this gigantic news. Yeah, like they're going to torture us. They're taking the day exactly. off tomorrow. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Day off. That's what they need. Another day off. They're no, all going to take vacation for till the end of the year, and then they're never coming back. <laughs> yep, they got to burn that PTO now. To use oh my god, we can. We can only know if Steak tells us. Steak, what's the future? <laughs> or Morgan, who's in the future? Oh yeah, Morgan, what happens on the Friday show? Uh, I tell you what, nothing much happened here on Friday, so maybe they're not. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We've got a a plug from Beep Count though. Um, Beep, could you you announce something uh, that we're the podcast is doing? Yeah. So this week we just started our nominations and voting process for the Louis. There are Oscars. There are end of the year um, best of shows. There are categories like best limited fake, uh, best story. Best hat and hat reaction, uh, best velociraptor story, best uh, fake ad or 40 for 40. And of course, the fan favorite episode. Um, You can vote now by clicking on the link in our Instagram bio or in our Twitter, uh, Twitter bio as well. Um, Check it out. Vote as many times you want for your favorite category, for your favorite uh, story, for your favorite hat. And uh, stay tuned for that episode coming up before the end of the year. Excellent. Thank you very much at beep count. And uh, we, I want to thank everybody again for joining us uh, just to do a rundown again, mayor, Matt, Cody cavalry, John from Miami, Morgan from Australia, beep count, Stiano in Brooklyn, Fleming, Jeanette, Jose, Pamela steak sauce, and Steve coming out of retirement. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode and, and for uh, giving us your reactions to everything. Um, on the count of three, can I get a thank you, Dan? One, two, three. Thank you, Dan. 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 I have a child. 2021 is going to be a pisser. Don't freeze your urine. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.